0: Another episode of Why Theory. As always, I am your host Ryan Engley, joined as always by co-host Todd McGowan.
1: Todd, are the Brooklyn Nets cowards? Uh, I don't know if I would go that far, but they 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 aren't in the playoffs anymore. That is correct. So I don't
0: I don't want to encourage anyone any one of our listeners to be a degenerate gambler, but I've I've only thrown my thrown my name behind basically two predictions the entire series. One was that your Cincinnati Bengals would have a run.
1: Right. In the playoffs, you were I was right about, about that. that. Right,
0: and then I came on these uh, these airwaves, and uh, I uh, you know I let people know that Brooklyn Nuts to be covered. So I'm not saying that people should become degenerate gamblers, but I don't know if if I, I, there's you've there's given something
1: some good you've given some good hints, I guess. Right, I have I have some yeah, some good hints, some good gambling so, tips. I guess tip so, is the word, not hint. I think tip would be yeah, gambling yeah, yeah. tips. Yeah. Yeah, there's now, no gambling uh, hints. No.
0: I don't think there are gambling hints. But but Todd, about tips, like are we. Do you do you want to short the streaming market? Or no, maybe that's not what we're going to talk about today. But today we are talking about streaming, uh, and uh, very excited to uh, talk about this, um, particularly because, well, it's a couple different things. Like,
1: couple things uh, have
0: happened, right? That's co- right. A c- Couple things have happened recently, so it's very much in the news recently. But it is uh, representative of a, of like a different step, like a like a like it's a a, a, a leap in technology, not. And I think maybe one thing to talk about is whether what streaming represents a change in, uh, in form or just in content. But it is, uh, it is intriguing. Like just over the past uh, week, you know, Netflix uh, – let's, let's just run through the, the Netflix things that, the, that have happened is right. uh, that they lost 200,000 subscribers. Uh, they're going to clamp down on people sharing passwords.
1: Right.
0: Um, they – what is it? Projected big- loss of revenue. Well, yeah, but we'll the big air. thing
1: is also they're going to introduce two different levels of subscription, right? So one and will be with ads, and one will be without ads. So that's that's, ex- a, that's and Reed sh- Hastings, their CEO, initially for the longest time said Netflix will never have ads. So yes. Yes. he is going back on that promise. So that's a big it, that's a big thing. So those three things are all big. Yeah, and lesser known is
0: that they pretty much axed the entire animation, uh, division within Netflix. They had a number of like well-regarded, well-received, uh, like d- programming for, uh, for children and for adults like, uh, she and then Arcane very well-regarded, but, uh, they're like it, they canceled uh, a number of, uh, much anticipated animated shows. So there's like a whole thing going on with them. And then, uh, the other thing that, uh, there's a pretty decent write-up about this in the New York times, right. About CNN plus, right. Uh, So just not part of this uh, this merch. So this is it was more of a minus, I think. (laughs) Right, right. right. That's pretty good. Yeah, CNN Plus existed for what? All of like a month or less than that.
1: Yeah, not long. Something
0: like not 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 very long. So long enough uh, to
1: lure Chris Wallace away from Fox News for a job that didn't (laughs) that died quickly. So
0: you know, I I think um, if the whole thing was to do that, if the whole if the announced point, if someone could say to me. The whole thing was just to do that to Chris Wallace. Not that he's the worst offender of anything in the news, but I just think that's kind of funny. I do, like, too. I, I have yeah. no sympathy
1: for him, right? Like, he, <laughs> he, he nicely follows... I, I, w- one thing I like about Insider is that it, it's just mm-hmm. utter annihilation of Mike Wallace. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and Chris Wallace nicely followed... Like, he's presided provided aid and comfort to, you know, to, to basically TASS... Yeah. Yeah. So that's (laughs) that's you know, he deserves whatever
0: he gets. He deserves. Yes, that's right. So that would be so that's that's a huge CNN plus for me, if that was the point. But as you say, I think that they were trying to have a business model. So that's a CNN minus. Um, Can I give a little history, Todd? Yeah, I uh, I would like that. Yeah. Okay, You want a little bit of history? Okay, Streaming is the dream of the 90s in technology. The first I wonder if you know this do you know what the first successfully streamed and I want to get into a different defini- definition of what streaming means because I think theoretically this is interesting but there was a lot of experiments when the internet uh, was moving from 56k modems well after like the, the beginning of the mainstreaming of the internet which starts to happen in the mid 90s right uh, there was a lot of experiments uh, with what what could you do with this technology and streaming video was a big thing do you know what was one of the first successfully streamed? videos, Todd McGowan? I assume it's some pornographic video. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent guess. Um, and you are correct. It was a baseball game. No, I'm kidding. So no, it was a baseball game. So not pornographic. Uh, wow. I mean, that would save baseball. It was right. the um, I forget. I don't know which game this was, but it was in 1995. And it was a, uh, a game between the Seattle Mariners and the New York Yankees. This wow. was six. Su- yeah, successfully streamed because streaming uh, The the whole idea behind like we kind of take this for granted is can you access something in parts without having the whole thing to put it like because I'm not a very technological person this is yeah. how I'm gonna put it in to make it okay you know theoretically interesting okay. it's not the same as downloading which is also a big thing in the 90s so I think you have there, well, there's in the 90s you just
1: basically downloaded what you want and then watched it subsequently. Right.
0: Right. Well, I mean, and even something like I, I think there, there's like something in the late '90s. You have you have Napster, which introduces you know uh, file sharing, which is peer-to-peer file sharing, um, and it's downloading. And it's not that was downloading.
1: It, right. It's not streaming.
0: Right. Not streaming. And it so it is kind of interesting that like I don't I don't think completely downloading is on the side of uh is is not completely on the side of uh of corporate, but there is something here where downloading is on the side of piracy and streaming is on the side. This is what corporations want you to do. Like even with like iTunes and, and it was because of the success of Napster that Apple, um, who incidentally, uh, had to pay the, um, the Beatles, uh, money one they once they went into, uh, selling music per song. Do you know this? I did not know that. No, you did not know that because no. so the Beatles sued when, the, when Apple was a company because Apple records was their, that was their record label. Oh, and the judge decided that since Apple didn't do anything with music, they didn't owe the Beatles any money, but if they did ever do anything with music, they would owe the Beatles money. And so then they, they started iTunes and then suddenly they owed the Beatles money. So that's oh, wow. uh, a
1: okay.
0: little, little, there's all kinds of history on this podcast. Right. Um, and, <laughs> and, um, so that was the legal version of, of file sharing. But it was uh, like in the earlier days, you did download an MP3 and you had it. But now uh, things are just more complicated. And basically you own access to something, right. which is right. Although hardly you still owning can, anything.
1: You still can on Amazon buy MP3 songs and have them.
0: Yeah so that's so that's like a little so it's a little tricky and and a little dicey but you can do that and if you buy sometimes you buy a vinyl record you get like an MP3 download so download, you can right. have right. it yeah so so it's not so it would be really nice if it worked out that like downloading is like pirate Bay and on the side of the people and streaming is always right. like Netflix and Spotify and on the side of court, but it doesn't nice. It, it, it almost mostly does that, but there, although there I think
1: here. it, I think in a way it is interesting. And I, I this is one thing I really want to talk about is the way mm-hmm. there's a move against people having anything and they're just renting, right? Like that, yeah, like it is, it is, like I think the move to streaming is a move to creating, a, a the, the, where a, a situation where the entire populace all they can do is rent everything mm-hmm. and they can't ever own anything, right? Like they can't they they can't have DVDs, they can't have CDs, yep. none of like you have no CDs, right? Like you no no well my parents have them I don't have them with me
0: but yeah but more right. or less and
1: so and and I think like my kids have all they listen to is Apple Music. Mm-hmm. And so they don't they don't they've never purchased they've never in their lives purchased a song. <laughs> which I find very strange. Like that was one of the things like a kind of a rite of 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 teenage, you know, youth was that you just, you know, you bought an album, you bought a CD, you bought you what know What was your so first album?
0: What would you buy? I
1: I okay, so it's a it's an interesting thing. So my parents thought that rock music was from the devil, so I wasn't yeah. permitted to, <laughs> they thought, They were right. And, this is true. And they oh, thought yeah. it was they right, they probably are correct. Um and and it's just they, that's not a problem. That was that was right, their error. Right. It's yes. fine. They just thought it was a problem. Uh yeah. and they thought that KISS, for instance, have you heard mm-hmm. this? It stood for Knights in Satan's Service. Oh yeah, I have heard that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So so yeah. my first album that I Ever got was from my uncle, who was a kind of a bon vivant, like a okay. like a, <laughs> a hard living kind of guy, who was fired from GM for taking oh kickbacks. He was a purchaser, like, a, <laughs> and he took kickbacks. And he was he was married five times. He's kind of this kind of uh, crazy guy. Uh, and and he bought he got me for Christmas one time when I was in sixth grade. So this I was not allowed to have any rec- rock. Music, mm-hmm. And he bought me the Eagles Hotel California. So that was the okay. first album I ever had. And he said to my parents, look, this is fine. This is kind of soft rock. <laughs> it's not from Satan. And what's interesting is that my parents had a... I mean, they didn't connect this to that album because they had no idea what was what. And so mm-hmm. the, it, it, I was reading one of these like Christian analyses of rock music, and the song Hotel California... <laughs> Is is believed to be a Satanist song because Oh yeah. <laughs> do you know the line? We haven't had that spirit here since nineteen sixty nine, right? Yeah. So yeah. It's supposed to be a reference to the Holy Spirit and nineteen sixty nine, you know what why that year is significant? I do not. Tell me. You're not going to know. No, because that's <laughs> the year that Aleister Crowley <laughs> published the Satanic Bible <laughs> like they got. <laughs> it's like it's kind of it's so crazy. That's uh, great. Anyway, so that's what Don Henley and Glenn Frey were thinking about when they composed that song and you can check out anytime you like, but you can never leave in that. can was, never leave. Yeah. Know, that yeah. was that was the hell, right? So. That was. Anyway, yeah. and then the first album I ever bought was Kiss Destroyer. So I really went against <laughs> My parents, you know. <laughs> which uh, and it, it was a terrible album, so I, I luckily do not have that anymore.
0: Mine anyway. was uh, "What's the Story?" Morning Glory by Oasis that was the first one Oh, uh, that's uh, a very that good one. Yeah, yeah that's you. not
1: shameful like my my. Well, Irish Todd, kind of a shameful story.
0: Yeah, I know. I know you think that, but what I would tell you is to uh, don't look back in anger. So uh, <laughs> I'm going to continue, and so we have this kind of nice thing, right? We've got we have streaming on the side of the like this was like corporately developed this attempt right. to uh a- again i think like give you this thing give you access in pieces versus downloading which again not 100 percent on the side of the people in the public but still very much on the side of piracy like i mean the, all the attempts to try to shut down the pirate bay what is that that's torrenting that's downloading so again uh, right. th- not 100 percent not corporate downloading but i think for our purposes it, we're we're It's 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 good enough here. And what's significant, I think you're right about this, is that um, with streaming, it is access. And obviously with downloading, you have the thing. Right. And I think this this logic of access, it's exactly uh, as you say, is that like increasingly we are I think we talked about this before, not not on the show, but like it's like in a media sense, we are coal miners in the coal mining town. We don't own anything. We get company right. script. Everything that we own is just with the company script. So we didn't buy anything. We just got it from the company. So it doesn't matter how much you have invested in anything yeah. on Apple Music. If you're not a subscriber anymore, you don't have it. Doesn't right. matter how much you love, you know, Orange is the New Black, unless you buy it on DVD. And Netflix doesn't really even do that so much anymore. They sometimes like Stranger Things ends up on ends up on DVD, but not like most, most of the stuff doesn't. Of, does not at all. So you just, you have no chance of owning it. You just right. have to have access to the service and it's streaming. You know, I gave this like little, like little, this moment in 1995. And then later in the nineties, you have the, uh, peer to peer file sharing in the early two thousands, uh, is when like around, uh, between like Oh four and Oh six is when streaming television and streaming video and high quality becomes mm-hmm. viable. And one of the things that like Netflix was on this and what they were streaming was other people's content, like other, oh, right. other television series. Right. Um, at the time, one of the, you know, one of the uh, biggest shows at the time was uh, ABC's Lost. And something that ABC did that was a little bit forward thinking was they put every episode of the first season of Lost on their website and you could watch it. You could stream it for, for free.
1: For free, they wanted- right between
0: season one and season two. And then somewhere around season two, you suddenly had to have a television subscription to be able to access that. And so they kind of got wise to the idea that this could be sold. And then all, all these companies because Netflix uh, and also blockbuster was, no one remembers this was also doing streaming video at the time too. Um, But uh, Netflix just had a much better like user interface and already like more built in people were were doing it. Um, And these companies were like, we can license our content to this. We don't have to have an infrastructure to to come up with for people to, to, to watch these things and we can get money for it, uh, you know, regardless, like a flat fee, like, of course we'll do it. And so Netflix ends up with like accumulating all of this content lost one being one of the shows. Um, breaking bad was another huge show. And so from this, well, that
1: made Netflix made breaking bad. It basically.
0: really, really did, yeah. really, really did. And that was in this, like, so that, that this was in, like, after they had started to stream shows, this was in this, like, interstitial period, I want to say, before 2012, 2012 being an important year, which we'll get to in a second. Um, and it, they were, exactly as you say, they were making audiences for other uh, people's content. Lost was a show, like Breaking Bad was a show, of course, too, as well. Probably the biggest one. And then, because of all this data, Todd, all this data, it convinced them that there was another model for TV. And what they noticed was that people watched a lot of TV all at once. Right. And so right. this convinced them that there was a way to make their own content in exactly this form to be binged. And so right. in 2012, they have this press release. Netflix declares uh, binge-watching is the new normal, and which is uh, always fun when a company puts out their own press release and they put their name in the title like that that's what they do uh i write about this a little bit in this um this essay that i had published at um our our friend uh cindy's uh journal uh, continental thought and theory um and in in the this uh it's not reed hastings it's ted sarandos who who is a. um Uh, quoted the COO or something at the time in the, in the article. And they have all these like amazing phrases. The couch potato has awoken (laughs) and, and they demand, they want TV on their schedule. No more. Suddenly broadcast TV is referred to by Netflix as linear TV. No more linear TV. People don't want it. They, they feel, they binge TV and they feel good about it. And what Netflix is going to do is we're going to give you choice Right, this like an unbelievable. This great like you know liberal market uh, uh, rhetoric. You can have choice when you want to watch it. You're not beholden to be at the couch when the when the TV station tells you. You don't have to make your your schedule around when your favorite show is on. Even well, though, but DVR it's even a time. it's even yeah.
1: beyond that, isn't it? Right, like I mean, the 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 end of appointment TV is like that's already implicit in the model of Netflix, right? But then yes, but then when they the way that the, I think what's key and you talk about this, I know of many different places that what's key is that they, they stopped the idea of dropping one episode a week and drop yes. the whole series at once. And so then it's, mm-hmm. it's actually made to be binged all at one time. Like I know for instance, what's interesting is that the, the creators that are able to resist that, you know, that are, mm. that are still mm-hmm. able to put out something in that one episode a week like like Lynch, David Lynch, when he did Twin Peaks, The Return, with Showtime, yeah. he managed to convince them not to drop it. I'm sure they wanted to, to drop it all at once, but to do it in mm-hmm. this weekly fashion. And so that's, but that's very rare, I think. I mean, I think most of the time it's just like, uh, I don't know, Man in the High Castle on Amazon Prime. Like each season, sure. it's when it, the season's released, it's just all released, right? And yeah. that's, a, that's the norm, I think.
0: It is, and it's. It is interesting though that that is it's changing slightly, and we have something that's like a bit of a hybridized model. But that's like, but for
1: basically for ten years. So right. after so twenty right. twelve, I think it is changing slightly right now. I
0: I, yeah. I think it is, yeah. Like so, like starting in twenty twelve is when Netflix does, or they they would soon to be releasing their first big show, which was uh, House of Cards. And, you know, David Fincher directed a number of the episodes. Kevin Spacey's in it. Robin Wright's in it. It was, like, serious TV. Um, and they wanted to hit that, like, that FX, AMC, HBO kind of uh, tenor with their their content. And so their, their first, like, three shows were, uh, like, big shows were were House of Cards, the um, rebooted Arrested Development, and Orange is the New Black. And this was this, like this thing like and everybody everybody loved it at the time right and 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 you're right it became the binge model that became that was the thing everyone was trying to to copy it nobody could really do it and in the last three years is really interesting ringer article about this especially in the last year um netflix's like market share like it dropped from like 70 percent of like all streaming hours to like basically their tied they're a little bit ahead but they're basically tied with disney at this point and this happened in like 18 months basically yeah, interesting i mean so and,
1: yeah
0: oh but, yeah oh, no no it's just gonna say like like in disney's thing is like 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 disney hulu and hbo like they've all like they all have big uh television show uh, uh properties and all that they do is they they do weekly TV. It's like the, the, um, all the star Wars shows and the, and the Marvel shows they are, they're weekly. Uh, you know, Hulu has, uh, probably the biggest show from last year. That's not a docu-series was like only murders in the building. This really great show with, um, Steve Martin and, uh, uh, I'm forgetting the names of everybody else in the show, but it's great uh and it had like kind of a hybrid thing where you could watch the first two episodes at once and then it was weekly and then and, it's weekly right and then it's week and then h b o had you know succession, their most successful show like that just comes out like the you know like the sopranos did and uh and they're in this article uh, uh in the ringer like it really chronicles this with the data is that um weekly t v is coming. Is coming back. Like people like it. And it's just so funny to me that where we're at now and like where Netflix is at now is like, I think they've split the final season of stranger things into two because they're seeing the value of not putting all the thing out, like not everything out at once. And they also want to have ad supported TV. So it's like, so what's happening now is we're going back to TV Episodes coming out weekly, and TV needs to be supported by ads, and and like this was the whole thing that yeah. like Netflix specifically w- like said they were going to blow up because the couch potato was awoken. Linear TV is a trap. We're not doing blah blah, blah all that stuff. And it's just and it's um it's an interesting uh media moment. And uh you had something you wanted to say, so yeah. I'm going to stop talking. Yeah, what do you what do you have? On no,
1: this? I mean I think there. In what you just said, there's a lot to unpack. But I just I, the first thing I want to say is I think that there's a. Link between the model of binge and the Mm. model of rent, right? Like I think that, you know, look, it's it's also what's interesting also is the way in which most of the profit in most it's probably an exaggeration, but more and more of the profit in capital is linked to rent and not Mm -hmm. to labor, right? And then and then consumption is now becoming more and more rent and not purchase. So I think those two, mm, I don't really think nice those two nice things are unrelated, right? I, I think there's mm-hmm. a, a kind of shift in the in the model of the way capitalism functions. It's what people, I think that's what some people call neo-feudalism, right, with these, mm. but, mm-hmm. uh, but which is what you, you know, when you brought up the, you know, the when we're in the cold town and we're in the, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, like that, I think that's a neo-feudal model, but whatever, if that's the, maybe that's not the right word, because it's still sort of it's still totally immersed within the capitalist universe and it's not futile in the, in the economic sense. So, but, but, okay. But I do think that the, the, the point of the, the way in which net, like, what's the problem? Netflix gets rid of the gap, right? Like it gets rid of (laughs) the, the, the inherent absences within spectatorship that actually render a series or a show or whatever viable as a Mm -hmm. or render it enjoyable and so i think that that like what these other streaming services have introduced is the return of the of the gap or the absence and that, that and i think what they understand and what netflix doesn't really understand is the way in which that gap or that absence is the is the in, that interruption is actually what you enjoy when you're watching a thing, and even though it's it's there's something pleasurable about saying, "Do you want to watch one more?" and then watching <laughs> another. I mean, every, right. all all of us have watched stuff, have done that. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's still there there's also something disappointing about that because you you miss this this waiting period for the next thing to come out. There's no there's no pause for reflection.
0: Right. In the next right. in the Netflix model, and so I, I think yeah, uh, you're. I mean, you know that I agree with the idea that what their attempt is is to eliminate the gap. That's uh, yeah, yeah. I was just that, I was my whole I thing. Was,
1: I was I was uh, plagiarizing you there. But.
0: <laughs> no, it's <that's>, no. <laughs> yeah. I, I find that it's uh, that I that's it's quite nice of you. Thank you very much. Yeah. I appreciate that. The, um, to be plagiarized in that manner to me, uh, the they it, part of it. It's it's really interesting because I think it's like. I think why they miss not just the pleasure of the gap, but it's like structural necessity is that they also don't see that the things that they do to try to erase it, make it more present. I mean, this is my, one of my arguments in, in the, this article that I referenced that I will it probably make sense to link to, um, in this episode. So I'll send that, I'll send that to you so you can put it in the, in the notes. Um, yeah. but that like when, when you cannot, uh, like I'm never more aware of a TV show intro than when Netflix asked me to skip it right. because
1: right.
0: when I'm just like, like cause I've watched a lot of shows like TV on and DVD and, and you just like, it just washes over you the right. in, the intro when you do that. But when Netflix is like constantly like, Hey, do you want to skip the credits? Hey, do you want to skip the intro? Hey, do you want like, I, I I'm, I'm very aware of these things as, as, uh, as gap. So like, they don't eliminate don't the gap. do you think what's funny
1: yeah. about that is that they ask you to skip the intro at the point when the intro has become so short it's almost takes more time it, to skip it than to actually <laughs> yes. watch it. Like, like Breaking Bad, the intro is literally twenty seconds long. It's, so yeah, you're already so. five seconds into it. It says skip, and then you're like, okay, should I press? I guess. And then it, it, you're like, oh, I skipped a whole wow. I got fifteen seconds, really. Yeah, and you know, so. I mean, same thing with Mad Men. I don't mm-hmm. know. The, uh, although I, I, I have to confess that the one intro that I, I, I never skip is the Star Trek intro because <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, it reminds me of my dad or something. Oh, and, you know. Plus makes. it. Plus. Uh, yeah, just the song and the I don't know. It's just it,
0: it's it's a good that's I mean it's that's classic it's, that's that's yeah, classic. I stuff. Guess, I mean I l- guess. I never skip the I never skip the Simpsons. Uh, oh really interesting yeah no, yeah no never yeah uh i I love it too much i i mean I, but i think this is right like i mean their their thing is like no like no gaps ever yeah, and then yeah. and and it 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 has like clearly at this point, i mean you can just see this in like what what's happening with viewership is actually people kind of. Kind of like that. It becomes hard, like this. Hap- i this happens with my my students. You know, and and anyone who's ever if you binge something like a lot of seasons in a row, like the things really run together. Like it's hard. Like you can't really separate things into right. episodes. And then and that's kind of like that's. So this comes to I don't know if this is the part of the uh, the conversation where we get into this like narrative. Like is it a is it a form or is it just a changing? Yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah. I'd like but to talk about that. Yeah.
0: You want to talk about? It? Okay, because yeah. I think I think um. So one of the. Uh, one of the big uh, earlier trends when I was uh, in grad school for, for television um, studies was like, actually there is something very um, literary and sophisticated happening on TV. Now nobody has to make that argument anymore, but at that, but when I was, you know, younger in my, uh, in in grad school or, or like toward the end of undergrad, one of the very popular things to do would be to talk about something like the wire and talk about it as like the novel on TV right right like like the the televisual novel the visual right. like the visual novel which means something different in video games uh, studies uh, or just for video games itself but that this was a very popular idea like this is like Victorian fiction you know the, the these things a, a the lot of people dis- think
1: that even today i
0: think even today and yeah. i and i and i'm here to say todd not that this would be earth-shattering i don't think to most people it's i don't think it's that is that hot of a take but i i think that the the Serial novel was like such a moment in time that I almost don't know that that's worth using the word novel. If you're going to compare it to TV, I actually think what Netflix does is far more novelistic because the, like something like stranger things is a really good example. The seasons are not even called stranger things season one or two. It's called stranger things, two stranger things, three, and then episodes aren't called episodes. They're called chapters. So like they are giving you like, um, it, it, it'd be like, what's your favorite, you know, uh, like what's your favorite chapter in, uh, Bleak House? Like, that's really hard yeah, to that'd remember. be an absurd
1: question even. What it? a
0: crazy question. Like, like yeah. even within that, like it, it, so I think what Netflix does is they give you, um, they give you the whole novel in, it's in, it's in these chapters. And I think that the, the, that might be one thing that separates what the like Netflix's thing. I I, I don't want to say that it's not serial. I think like it, it kind of, it's it's serial in the way that the Harry Potter books are serial. It's not serial in the way that Dickens was serial. That I I I think I feel pretty okay with distinguishing.
1: Why? Because because wouldn't you say the same thing about because because you can't. I mean, in in both cases, you can't distinguish individual episodes, right? I think that with isn't that true of Dickens as well?
0: That's probably true. Maybe maybe it, to move him over on the other side. But I think there might be something to the installment with Dickens that that I don't. Um, I see yeah. that that's like like you know because he put like so many chapters. Like I think his things came out in like thirteen or fourteen installments. And I right. think that there, if you looked at the uh, his novels that way, there probably is like there. I'm sure there's a trajectory within the installments, just in the same way that. A show like Succession or The Wire or Sopranos that like actually has like discrete episodes with like th- that they actually have trajectories within them. Whereas right, and what I mean the other difference Netflix is a lot more gradual.
1: Right, uh, I mean the other difference, which is a p- another point that you've made, is that that up until, uh, you know, up until I don't know what what's the series where it stops, but. Once you do the Netflix model, you can no longer respond to the audience. Right. Like that yes. seems like a that's really, kind of right. really important thing. Like if you like Dickens, I think one thing that's that really stand this is true for Balzac too, mm-hmm. uh, who the co-inventors of the serial novel as you, as you know better than anyone right <laughs> uh uh like I, I like to think of them as like leibniz and newton inventing calculus nice. at the same like unbeknownst nice. to each yeah, other yeah. right yeah. yeah yeah um and and <laughs> and i think that what's interesting is that they both of them are as they write are responding to the audience Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. what the audience likes, and especially Pickwick Papers, right? Like Dickens yeah. is really—which that, is the first one he's really aware of. Does his audience like a certain thing or not? And then he changes it. Um Yeah. Just to interject
0: on, uh, just on that, like it was the character of Sam Weller. It wasn't selling super well, but he introduces Sam Weller, this Cockney character and people love it. And so suddenly the book is a lot more about Sam Weller than he had planned initially. So anyway, that's yeah. Yeah, no, it's interesting. And
1: and like, you know, I mean the, the, the series, I think that, and, and this is a not, this is a broadcast series, not a streaming series. So it's not exactly, uh, Proper to talk about it in this context, but I I think of twenty four and it's mm -hmm. so responsive to audience you know Mm -hmm. uh, feedback and the way an audience reaction to certain things and what's interesting is once you get to it once you get to the binge model and the release the whole season model you just simply can't do that anymore and so it's much you know it's interesting because all these things that we're talking about about the turn to rent and the turn you know not owning anything it's again another way in which the the spectator is has the agency of the spectator is totally taken away right like you don't yeah. you just mm-hmm. you can either you can just say play play the ne- play next or not <laughs> like that's basically your choice but but your appreciation of something within the series can't alter the eventual trajectory of the series unlike in paragorio or bleak house or Mm-hmm. Or you know, uh, our mutual friend, right? Like even these great, not or War and Peace, like even these great novels, the feedback of the audience really had an impact on shaping the structure of the narrative, and that you know that ceases to be possible. I mean, it's interesting that it also ceases to be possible in the modernist novel, and so mm-hmm. it'd be it'd be interesting to think about the modernist well, novel in relation, you know, because. The modernist novel is the, it's the moment at which art separates into high and low, right? Yeah. But it's also mm-hmm. the divorce from the audience, right? Like the, like... And the divorce Faulkner, from the serial. Yeah. And the serial, right, right, yeah. exactly. Right, they're no longer serial produced. And Faulkner just, if the audience doesn't get sound, I mean, like, could you imagine Sound and the Fury? <laughs> Coming out serially. <laughs> like people would I'm be like, really yeah, sure, yeah I don't this want to, Benji guy is all ah, I don't all want to read this week. anymore. This guy doesn't <laughs> seem to be making much sense and the sentences yeah. don't connect one to another. Um yeah, would
0: he care about that? Yeah, he's not right, gonna change that. that. Well, it's like, oh well, well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, no, point, that's yeah. what I'm
1: that's my point. Yeah. Like that, that yeah. Faulkner just profoundly doesn't give a shit, right? Like yeah. that's or and neither does I mean Joyce is happy that the audience doesn't get it and yes. doesn't and can't so so if he got feedback saying Wait, this Finnegans Wake—it doesn't really. I'm not even sure what language it's in. He'd be like, mm-hmm. "Oh, good, okay, yeah, <laughs> fuck you, I don't care." Like that. <laughs> so, so I think it's it, it it is. It's interesting how this moment in that that streaming turn is in you know in a very bizarre way akin to the turn to the modernist novel and this movement away from concern. For the audience, even though unlike the modernist novel, it's all about, you know, capital and, and catering to the consumer and like trying to give the consumer what the consumer wants. So it's interesting that they that that the modernist novel is trying not to give the yeah. the the reader what the reader wants. Streaming it's, is trying to give the consumer exactly what the consumer wants, but they in a in a ironic way they end up coming together.
0: This is really fascinating. I love, I, I really like this take. I want to, um, I want to support your point about the, um, but like when seasons come out the way that they do, uh, on, uh, for Netflix, uh, it, it is, um, and this is our thing though. Like that's, that's important. Even though like, even though, uh, the Mandalorian comes out weekly, I pretty sure all the episodes are shot before they're released. So they're just like, they're done. They're in the can, as they say, and they're just released. Right. So it is so, the
1: Netflix model in a sense, right? In because a sense, there's no still. feedback from the audience,
0: right? Or the feedback that there is is just between seasons. But even right. still, this is really, really funny to me. I was, I was thinking about this as, um, as you were making your point, is that there, there was a very famous like fan outcry between season one and two of. Uh, Stranger Things, because this character by the name of Barb is killed and nobody cares. Like, absolutely no one cares that she dies. And people are like, this is insane. Doesn't she have parents in this world? Like, why doesn't anyone care that she died? Like, no one brings it up. And so they make it a part of the second season and they kind of string it out for a couple episodes, but then it doesn't really go anywhere. But, but that, that's not even, that's not even the, the, the best thing. The best thing is that between season, like once season two came back and Netflix has, you know, they always do this thing where they do like a season one recap, right. Just so you could be reminded of what happens because everything, because everything blends together because nothing's a real episode. So the, but they have this, they have everything from season one, like all the important bits. And then they interject this line, where a character is explaining that someone was taken to this, to the upside down. And then they have one of the other characters say, you mean like Barb, which was not a line in the first season, but they (laughs) magic it in like there was this concern. It's really, really interesting. And then because it's clear that they didn't, they just didn't think that people would care about this character and right. that you know, th- and so then they just ended up telling the, the narrative and the story that they did. They paid enough attention to it to seem as though they were you know paying fidelity to the audience, but then just went and you know did their did their thing. Um, so that that I find really interesting. Like once you commit to this model, I think you're right. Like you you're committing to kind of closed worlds in a right. little bit right. where right. it's just like production responding to production, and I think that um, that does make it closer to um, to the modernist novel, which I, I think is a really great take um, that I haven't, uh, I haven't seen necessarily in the uh, in the TV literature. And it's I just like ironic. It it's ironic yeah, because yeah.
1: the modernist novel is so anti-consumption, right? Like it's yeah, it's it, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's pointedly disdainful of the reader. Yes. I mean, *Finnegans Wake* is the the no plus ultra of this of this point. I'll keep but, the yeah.
0: professors busy for years, right? Isn't it? all right? Four hundred so? years,
1: I think, is what he said. Whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he didn't keep me busy for a single second because oh, I, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't looked at that. Um, I, I, yeah, <laughs> I, I don't, I, I, hopefully, I will never read another word of James Joyce before I. Oh. How long do I have left? Well, I, I can't. Long.
0: Well, I, this is a slur. I can't support all of
1: that. Uh, okay. What you're doing okay. Right here, well, that's <laughs> fine. You can you can defend him. <laughs> I'll
0: read. I'll read it for
1: you. I guess. Okay. <laughs> but, very good. Yeah. No, but okay. So I want to. That I think that. Okay. This is interesting ground. But I I want to get to this. Uh, what we started with and this the mm-hmm. the 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 death of CNN Plus and the yeah. right, right, right. decline of Netflix. Right. So what's sure. happening? So. Mm-hmm. One of the things that's happening is a glut in the market, right? Like there's uh yes. there's, there, all of a sudden there's all this streaming Peacock, and you can't.
0: Paramount.
1: Apple, Apple Plus, right? Like somebody yes, says Disney. to me, oh, you've got to see that. And I, I'm like, well, I don't have Apple Plus. Mm-hmm. I mean, all of my students are able to see everything because they just pirate it, but you know, yeah I don't know how to do that. <laughs> which again that. on One the side two. of the
0: people. <laughs> so right, the downloading. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh
1: yeah. So but if you don't know how to do that or whatever, um mm-hmm. then then I think that 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 it, it is there is a way in which you feel like you can't there there are enough now that you can't cover it all, right? Like you right. You can maybe do like Disney HBO and Hulu and Netflix and, and Prime. That's already five. That's a lot. That's
0: five. That's a lot. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: that's a lot. And then you don't mm-hmm. then you're missing on Paramount and uh I don't know, what what did I not say? Well you're something. not
0: watching Champions League games, I'll tell you that.
1: Okay. There you go. So anyway, so so there's a whole I think there's that like that 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 that's something Unlike the model of cable television, and of course, unlike broadcast TV, which mm-hmm. predates cable, uh, mm-hmm. there's a sense that you can you get it all, right? like that's yeah. that's even yeah. the whole point is that mm-hmm. cable you get more than you want. You get all these channels that you would never watch along mm-hmm. with the ones that you do watch. And I think that you that 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 subscription, streaming services have reached the point where you can't, they can no, you can no longer, unless you're really wealthy, you can no longer subscribe to all. So that's an, it, yeah, it seems like that's an unsustainable model because the people that they want, like the same people that want to watch, what's the new Apple TV hit? Uh, Severance, Severance, right. Like the mm-hmm. the, the same people that want to watch that on on Apple TV, also want to watch, say, billions on. Is it on Showtime?
0: That's on Showtime. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: So so right. So so they they want to watch both, but they can't they can't subscribe to all the things, right? So they're mm-hmm. so it, it's it, it they're they're, tr- they're going for the same audiences, and they're 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 it's a, they're eating themselves up, right? Like they can't. Yes. They the, and 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 I can only imagine there's going to be more services created i would i would think that each so right now there are six major studios i would imagine each one will have its own if they don't already have its own streaming service right yeah i mean this this is part of so
0: uh warner's already warner's
1: connected to one other something else right like warner
0: is is with hbo They're connected with HBO. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, So Warner's with HBO. And then obviously, you know, you have Paramount.
1: Paramount has its own thing. Uh, Disney is obviously has its own thing.
0: But MGM is now uh, owned by Amazon.
1: Right. MGM Uh, is. But they, the MGM stopped being a major studio a long time ago. Um, But but
0: importantly, uh, they have, they've got Bond. That's what. uh,
1: That's right. (laughs) That's right. Uh, Showtime, I mean, uh, 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 sorry, Sony is.
0: Sony is really interesting.
1: So, and this is a total aside that
0: Sony is the only major company that doesn't have their own streaming service. They don't have their own streaming.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: They've tried, they tried, they, have you ever heard of
1: Crackle? I have. Yeah.
0: Okay. So Crackle's big success was they developed, um, comedians in cars getting coffee, which they sold to Netflix, I believe. But that was, but Sony couldn't, They couldn't make it work. So Sony's in the position, interestingly, uh, they're still in the position that other companies were when Netflix first started streaming things in like 2008, where the biggest success they're getting is licensing Spider-Man to uh, Disney. Disney, because they, right. because right. they bought the Spider Man thing years and years ago, and it's their property as long as they continue making movies. And then they struck right. a deal with uh, with Disney, so he could be included in that because they weren't getting the Spider Man movies to work properly anymore. Right? Uh, and and they because they like, owns
1: out Marvel, so it made sense for them to
0: to bring it to back. And so yeah. and it helps both of them. So that's so. And Sony does have two anime streaming services: uh, Funimation and uh, Crunchyroll. Uh, but they don't have their own for their film. So they're basically, they license it to, to, to other, yeah. to like Netflix just, or, yeah, to Netflix basic. Yeah. Or yeah. prime. Yeah. So they're the and, kind and, of only major one that doesn't have it. Universal has its own thing, right? Does Universal have their own thing? Well, I don't Is know. That, Maybe not. Are they a part of? I'm not sure. They're with
1: NBC, NBC Universal. I, oh, I that's imagine. right. Sorry.
0: Lies. They're with Peacock then. Yeah.
1: Okay. Peacock. That's, there you go.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's well. You said eating themselves, and this is the per. This this is another reason why I think Sony's is, is the company that doesn't have it. Is that all of these are cannibalistic business models, and I yeah. can't think of a Japanese media company that does this.
1: Oh right, right. That you whole know theory, yes. Yeah. That's
0: this but, is my yeah. This is my take. I don't I don't think that they, like and I am and I'm basing this off of like um, video games. Like not, Nintendo doesn't do this and Sony doesn't do it either. But Microsoft ha, has a like a game service. It's called Game Pass, and the people probably don't care about this, but it's they, they do the same thing. Where like it costs like hundreds of million dollars to make like these like triple A video games, and Microsoft just puts it on this service that costs as much as like Netflix does. And it's like it doesn't make sense. Like 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 it it it's brain breaking for like for people at Sony do it, but Microsoft can kind of, they can kind of print money because, uh, what was the, the, the genius of Bill Gates besides stealing other people's intellectual property was he found a way to get other people to make hardware. And then because of his software, it became uh, a Microsoft machine right that's the that's the genius of bill gates and so they're kind of doing this with video games they're trying to get game pass to be on other devices so they don't have to just be on the xbox basically and for sony this doesn't make any sense like they even had they had a handheld video game console called the the vita and the psp and they like deliberately didn't put great games on there because they thought that would hurt the sales of playstation like it's a it's almost like so they just don't want to do that at all like the 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 cannibalized business model but it's just like every american company is doing it like they do it all the time right it's such a great example like disney people people don't really know this but like disney made a ton of money from the disney channel and to make disney plus viable they had to take all of that content from the disney channel exclusively to put it on on disney plus to make that worthwhile for people to subscribe to
1: i know and they also i mean the other way they cannibalized themselves was they put all of espn on right. Disney Plus. And then and then so they they, they basically take cable yeah. out of they drive cable out of business because ESPN's the main cable channel. Like that's the yes. most expensive cable channel. So that it's fascinating how they do that. And and you you are right. I mean, obviously that it's 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 not a surprise that Sony is the one that doesn't have the streaming service. And so this is just to let people know. So the, the other I think it's now gone over to mostly they call them Sony films, but the the mm-hmm. the film studio for a long time was still Columbia, right? Like yeah. Sony would be, it would like you'd see the Columbia, the 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 what what is she called? The woman who's the Columbia, the gem of the ocean. I don't know what. it's oh, huh? yeah. It's like the woman with a big robe, and yeah. then it would say beneath a Sony company. I don't mm-hmm. even know if it's still if it still says Columbia at all anymore. But mm-hmm. um, but that was the. I mean, that was the it was a sort of vestige of the Hollywood studio system. But it's now mm-hmm. Sony. But it's interesting how those big six studios have really, you know, have, each have a position within this market and even other mm-hmm. things as well, right? Like Amazon, Netflix, Hulu, which aren't even involved with those. So there's way too many. And mm-hmm. what's interesting is I think we're going to see – the only, it seems like to me, the only solution is, and I, I find this fascinating, is to go back, and this comes touches on what we're talking about with Netflix. Uh, yes, is to come back to a double model, so the people that are really wealthy can, I guess, subscribe to everything, and then the mm-hmm. rest of us will have this advertise that, like advertising, we'll at advertising model. tier, right? And so, or Todd. what, what,
0: or Todd. <laughs> There is <laughs> someone invents an app. It's called Bundler, right? But there's no e, so it's just B U N D L R, and it it group, groups together. You can pick three of five services to put to, put together, and it's basically cable, but for oh, there you go, streaming there services. You go. But, yeah. uh, because every every old idea is just going to come back in a different form. Right,
1: right. <laughs> no, that's really good, but but I think that what w- look if people don't want to miss out on anything, they'll get the yeah. ads. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so then it's the funny, don't you think it's funny that we had this moment where we could fast forward through ads mm-hmm. when we had a VCR, and then we had streaming a certain epoch where there were no ads at all, mm-hmm. and then we're going to go back to a period where not only can you... Are ads returned, but you can't even fast forward through them. You actually (laughs) have to sit through them again. So we're going to be back to like 1970s television and viewing. It's just, it's (laughs) to me that's really fascinating. The only thing I do, I would say about this is I find fascinating is that the companies, the people that will buy the service with ads and Mm -hmm. won't pay the extra are not the people that the advertisers want, right? Like the people yeah. that the advertisers yeah. want are the people that don't want to pay for ads. So that's an interesting catch-22 for the advertiser and for the mm-hmm. people selling ads.
0: Yes. And I think where we are at with this, and I think this is a, a perfect place for uh, uh, to to get into this part of the the discussion, is like,
1: to stop for well, like, a word from our sponsors, is that what it to is? To stop for yeah.
0: Um so uh buy Simply Safe. And <laughs> no. Yeah. So the the, the whole two thing, eyes. With two right, exactly. <laughs> right. With two <laughs> eyes, uh and uh safe is spelled with a PH. Uh yeah. just so, so we don't <laughs> Yeah. So we're not really uh,
1: advertising for them. We're either. not really
0: advertising for them. Yeah. yeah. No, it's just, it's a really nice example of, of contemporary capitalism where, and, and I think that like you, you, if, if, um, if you've heard the, if you've heard the phrase, if you've heard late capitalism and it's just like, Oh, what is, what is that? Or like, or, you know, trying to, to think about, um, the, the way the, the market works in this, like the, um, you know, Marxist, uh, like, but a Hegelian reading of Marx that, you know, that, that, that we employ here and, and with, uh, a focus on enjoyment and, uh, and, uh, Lacan and the psyche, like th- there, everyone was fine when it was just Netflix and there wasn't a demand for like, nobody wanted Peacock. Nobody no wanted, wanted Paramount Plus. Nobody wanted ESPN Plus. Nobody really wanted Disney Plus. Like it. It. it, it no but one even
1: insta- wanted Amazon Prime. No,
0: <laughs> right. And and it's just, it just is. Um, this line that uh, fr- you know, that was in um, the dialectic of enlightenment that I think is something that Adorno gets really, really right is 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 these like this uh, it's. It's, it's this, ob- these things that insinuate a demand, like the, yeah. this is what cap like the demand isn't there. It's not response. Like the, these products don't exist because there's a demand for them. It's that they're these, these things exist and they insinuate their, their own demand. And this is what, uh, contemporary c- capitalism does is that like, it's like, you just think about the things that get brought to the market and really ask if there is a need or if people like, cause you know, you know what people need. People need prescription drugs to cost less, and this is a giant thing. This country can't. Well, oh, we can't do that. We, you know, you can't right. put caps on that. That hurt. That's that's uh, you can't control the the market like that. It's like no, that's not like th- this. The market concern for like I, I don't give a shit about the market's concern about how much it makes on insulin. I'm more concerned about the person who needs insulin. That's that's more my concern there, uh, and. So, but none of, none of these things, uh, there, there, there was no people, people weren't crying out for Disney to, to do their own thing. Did all the, all the MCU stuff was on Netflix and everyone was like, everyone's fine, fine with that. that. Yeah. Everybody was fine yeah. with that. Like the consumers that is, but it was just that like the other companies were like, Hey, why does Netflix get to make all, all this right. internet right. money? And right. then, and now where we're at with Netflix, and I think this is kind of interesting is that, um, I think, That, you you know, so you, you plagiarized uh, me earlier, so I'm going to plagiarize you that like where, where capitalism, and I think this is why streaming is so interesting. And and this is what, what is like the, uh, what's the, what's the point of this uh, venture of ours to get into is that it's a really nice site to look at how value comes from waste. Right. And so what Netflix had, what their value was, uh, five years ago, Was they had all kinds of stuff that you didn't watch, but you knew it was there. And it wasn't even Netflix's stuff. It was uh, like it, it was The Office. You know, it was, you know, it it was uh, uh, things that had aired on other uh, for for other networks and and, and other other companies uh, product. And now Netflix is being filed down to like their original Mm -hmm. content and they're finding out that's not super exciting to people. They don't really want that. But people don't even but it's not that people really want to watch The Office. Otherwise, Peacock would be doing better as a service and they wouldn't be having conversations with Paramount Plus, but like combining like the but it's just. It just seems like, like, like Peacock and Paramount Plus seem too thin. They don't have enough right. options. And right. with with Netflix, it's like, well, Netflix really only has Netflix's things. And so, uh, as I said earlier, this like Ringer article really lays this out that like Disney's market share in this has grown exponentially over the last like eighteen months to like right. where they're very competitive with uh, with Netflix. And I think it is built entirely on they have so much stuff that you are not going to watch. And so it seems that that's where the value is. Value right. comes not from the things that you're going to watch. It's from the things that you're not. It's, and such I don't, a, and I,
1: it's yeah, yeah, it's a perfect point. It's a perfect point, right? That that all that crap you have to scroll through and would never, ever think of watching, is yes. the, that's what you're enjoying when yes. you're watching the whatever the show is that you're watching. Mm-hmm. So I think... And Amazon is really good about that, I think. Like, they have a ton of stuff that's just... Unwatchable, right? And it's just <laughs> it's just there. You know, they have like what four or five films that are watchable at a time, and that's. <laughs> but they
0: have the they have the worst they have the worst user interface though. If they can crack having a better interface, then I think people will see how much worthless stuff there is, and they'll be more popular. Like like that's right. I, it's just that's right. it's just a it's just a chore to to go through. They have mm-hmm. they have the worst uh I- I- interface the, out of out of, yeah. of them.
1: Yeah, that's probably true, although HBO doesn't you have to click on the thing in order to get a description of the film and I find that's that annoying. the most yeah. annoying of all. Anyway, uh, but I, I, I think that yeah, it's a it's such a good point that it's the things that you aren't watching that allow you to enjoy the things that you are watching and that mm. and I just wanna come back to the point you made about the about the creating the the need With the by Mm -hmm. providing a commodity, like it's just there's a great line by Marx in the Grundrisse that that capital provides a a a a, a commodity for every need and Mm -hmm. a need for every commodity, right? Like it 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 goes in both directions. It's not just it doesn't just create the commodity for the need, but creates the need by creating the commodity. And I think that's, I mean, that's really what with the streaming service that seems to be really really patent, right? Like that, Mm -hmm. that, that's really the, really the, it, it seems to be, it comes to the fore so much. And I I, I think that like your question, like, is it a shift in Mm -hmm. form or is it a shift in content? I think there's a way that it's a shift in form, right? Like that, Mm -hmm. I mean, that, that, that all of a sudden you're bombarded by like the, the excess, Mm -hmm. I think at some point, I don't know. I mean, the, the, it's one of these dialectical reversals, right? Where the excess of things available makes you feel more like a lacking subject in the face of it Mm -hmm. than you did before when there were only three channels and two movies of the week on, you know, like it, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. I think that's fascinating.
0: I, I think so too. I think it is, I think it is a, um, a shift in form. I think especially, um, with the, I mean, this is the, the, point of this wasn't wasn't to get into like the the nitty gritty of narrative but i think what's so interesting about like the narrative trajectory of netflix shows is that there is always like i always bring this up in class and and i don't i don't have a very good phrase for this but everyone always knows what i mean when i say this but like there just there's just a there's just a saggy middle in every netflix season of any of their shows it just seems to drag and like I've seen, I think I've seen a phrase out there like narrative stagnation, but I don't think this is what it refers to, refer to something else. And I just like because there's there's no commercial break, there's no mandated right. episode length. There's uh, you know, there aren't these like there aren't there aren't these like external injunctions really. And that is hard for uh, for screenwriters. Like, the the, uh, the ad breaks may have been annoying, but they're really, really productive because it's like, okay, we've got such, such amount of minutes until the ad break, we can fit in this many beats. And then when you don't have that, it's just like, it kind of drags out and everything everything can kind of be like a conversation in a Tarantino movie, which is interesting only if the conversation is interesting and it's not, you know, there's no, there's no formal aspect to it that, right. that, right. that, it, that is right. interesting. And so that, is it
1: ever interesting in a Tarantino well, movie? I think yeah, so. No. I think sometimes. I, I know. We, we, you're younger than me. So you, I that's
0: it. That's it. Yeah, the Pulp Fiction was a bigger deal for me than I think it was yeah. for you. The, yeah. the, but, yeah. but I mean, the point, the point is that um, with, the this this uh, this change like like net like netflix shows they all kind of have unless it's a limited series but even then like they all have a similar look to them and i mean this like aesthetically like they they all look kind of similar right. the they, they all as a trajectory for a season they all kind of have the same thing and what it has this is why i think it is a change in form what it has what this has vacated and left open is for the like the truly great show to undercut Netflix's whole thing. And they don't really have that. And and I know, you know, I don't know anyone who works at Netflix, but I know everyone there has probably ripped that Coda won Best Picture instead of a film that they that Netflix. Right. Made. I know, you know. I know. And and I so know. what they have like, did they did they do okay. the
1: did they do the um Don't Look Up? Is that them? They did Don't Look Up, yeah. Yeah. So and, I think they, they really wanted that one to win and then Another yes. streaming film, one right
0: and another stream, yeah, from from Apple. I mean, they had. I know that. Um, what's his name? Who did Roma? Uh, got and that was uh, Netflix's produced show, and, and I think right. he might have won best. Maybe I don't know if it was director. Or it was maybe he won best director. director. For, That's correct. He did win yeah. b- best director for that. Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. So, so, but not, but that didn't win best picture as the best film, picture. right? So, right. um, but anyway, like the the it va- it has vacated this level of like perceived quality like rightly or wrongly and now that's going to these other uh providers like you know like apple is is i mean they have they have a best picture winner you know and they have shows that that uh, you know like severance that are like serious and like people are talking about them they come out weekly like even the after party which i didn't think was super good but like people were talking about it and it was a thing right. and you know and uh and the same certainly is true for hbo with uh, succession and so what has happened is i think netflix has You know, in the in the I I think in the really great uh, there are only so many great slogans like but I think one of the great ones is it's not TV. It's HBO.
1: Right. Uh, right.
0: You know, like that's like what is it like five words and it like tells you everything you need to know about what this thing is like. What's this product like? What what are they trying to get you to understand about it? And I think unwittingly to themselves, like Netflix has become TV in that formulation, and and that's part of why I think this is a, a, a change uh, a change in form is that in well, the streaming even more,
1: yeah, even more so that they're going to go to advertising, right? Like yes, that, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Right. Like I don't think that HBO is going to be forced to go to advertising.
0: No. No, certainly not. And there is a, and there is on the on the money side of things, all these other providers have another company behind them. Like HBO has, like you know, AT and T and uh, and and Time Warner. Uh, and Warner. And, right. Right. Yeah. Right. And, you know, and obviously Disney has Disney, you know, and uh, Peacock has NBC Universal and, and, you know, all those other things. And Netflix is just it's just Netflix, you know, so like, there's not like another company behind them that can, like and this is the thing with Sony, you know, like 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 Sony, uh, excuse me, it can make a. This is why, I don't know, it may be inevitable for them to go into streaming, but I think because of the experience with Crackle, they won't. But, like, Sony is like, you know, Disney. Like, Disney can make a movie that makes hundreds of millions of dollars, and, like, you know, Netflix just can't do that. So, like, it's just the – there's not, like, another thing that they're doing that can support the streaming thing. They they, they just are that. So that's – so now – so now in the world, it's. I just think that that's. It's just very funny in the world of streaming. They have become what television used to be, and now the yeah, other I think the other providers yeah. are the premium, and that's where the good stuff right. is
1: because they're they're all backed by traditional movie studios. Yeah, I mean for yeah, the most yeah. part, other than Prime, yeah. but Prime is so huge that it it yeah. can afford not to be. I can I ask you a very naive question, and this sure, is going to sound really really stupid, but why mm. don't because we you talked about how there's this thought of a merger between Paramount Plus and and yeah NBC Peacock, and Peacock. Mm-hmm. yeah 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 so here's my question like um Paramount has i would imagine the largest back catalog of Hollywood films cuz for the longest time they were the made, they were they produced more films a year than any mm-hmm. studio and then and and Universal has an incredible back catalog as well. Why don't they why aren't all those films I mean I know that I kind of know the answer to this question but yeah why aren't all those films available on those networks like you know yeah. like, wouldn't that I mean just well, some amazing you, I, films right like yeah. like all the horror from Universal mm-hmm. tons of film noir tons of great musicals tons of you know screwball com. I I, mean, I don't know. Just incredible yeah, it, stuff.
0: I, I mean, the best for this was when criterion was a part of Hulu. That was a nice moment, moment in, yeah. in stream in streaming time. But you know, uh, HBO has like the Turner movie classics. You know, they have, they have some of uh, the, the, they have that whole section of uh, HBO yeah, max. They do. Um, right. I'm going to tell still you
1: very impoverished. I have to, it say.
0: is. Well, I'm going to tell you, this is the answer. And it's a, I think it's a tautological one which is that this is an example of uh, there's no demand for it because the thing isn't there. Like Netflix has like, like I, I, at any given time they have maybe only like 15 movies made before 1980. And I'm sure incredible. I know. I'm sure that the reason is because what the data is telling them is nobody watches it. So it's like, I, I, I think that's just I think that's what it is. The 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 data and this is a thing about streaming and about this particular like media moment we're in. I think like like Twitter is the best example of this, but it's it's also something that Netflix introduced into uh, T V and and uh and and into this whole like visual like media moment is that the thing that matters is the new thing. And once the new thing becomes the old thing, it doesn't matter anymore. It doesn't
1: matter. Right.
0: And right. like, you know, it, it's this, it's the thing with like, you know, the tweets, like what, what is the thing about it's like tweets, it's like breaking news, you know, it's got to be like the, the new thing has to matter. And it's like, you can see it on media websites, like the, the, like the, these, you know, when Game of Thrones was on all these media websites, like these, these poor reviewers would like, like break their necks and their fingers to get the earliest review of game of Thrones out. And then now it just doesn't matter. It doesn't matter that any of them ever did it because the only value that it had was in like the moment, like, like, like fast food, right? Like fast food doesn't keep, you know, like, so (laughs) it it, it has like, you have to have it right when you get it. Like you you got, you got pull, pull over in the parking lot and have the McDonald's or the Wendy's like right there because it's not going to keep until you get home. And it's the same thing. It's the same thing with this. And so I, I think there's too much of that, that thinking i don't think there's any data or this is one of those things where of course they could insinuate a demand just like with anything else but there's no data to convince any of these companies that what people want to watch is old movies it's just not there well
1: right i think it's what's interesting to me is that two things and i think what you said is great actually but here's what that's interesting like on the one hand they don't make it so that they would they could never know because like mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm someone who would watch a ton of movies made before nineteen eighty. A ton. Yeah, of course. But then I, I scroll in and I look at the few that they have and they're just a couple of shitty ones like yeah. you know, whatever. I don't even I can't even in, like the robe or something. That's the only and <laughs> so like I'm like, yeah, I'm not watching that. Right. And right, then right. so so they have a couple that are shitty and so I'm not watching it. And so then they would conclude, oh, there's a person that doesn't want to watch anything early, but right. it's actually the completely wrong conclusion because I would watch right. a ton of stuff. I'd watch almost exclusively those films. So mm-hmm. that's one thing. The second thing is, I think, I thought your point there is very perspicacious because I'm tempted to say, even if they saw a market there, they mm-hmm. wouldn't want to develop it. yeah, Because precisely for the reason that you say, because it's not the new thing, like mm. there's... They they don't want to get value out of something that's already been created and already exists. They want to get value out of something that's new and can be produced in a waste. And this comes back to the waste point in a yeah. wasteful way, right? And so, like to re, it's almost like they're against recycling films, right? Yes. Like, like <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, yeah. let's well, like, we will have no recycling, right? Like no <laughs> recycling <laughs> of. Plastic, And we'll have no recycling of films either. So I, 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 it, I just find that so fascinating. The number of films, even DVDs, you know, like mm-hmm. the number of films that you cannot even, not new ones, I'm talking mm-hmm. about old classic films that you cannot buy on DVD. It's startling. It is it's shocking. I,
0: yeah, I don't think I didn't know this until I read an article. I think which may be referenced in the article that, uh, or maybe it's not, the one that we're gonna put in the show notes. But I, there, there were relative to the number of films that had come out, there are more films released on VHS than were released on DVD, N- and not more on surprising, DVD right? Than, yeah, and more released on DVD than are on Blu-ray, and like, what, it's, what, uh, more on Blu-ray I think than are than are available, uh, maybe even d- digitally on streaming. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I, I, yeah and on streaming, yeah. streaming,
1: of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, like, let me just give you just a just a just a. To me, this is the the paradigmatic example. So, mm-hmm. there's a there's a really important Western by Howard Hawks with starring mm-hmm. Kirk Douglas called The Big Sky. Yeah, you cannot right. you cannot get it anywhere. So you can't get it on Prime. You can't get it on DVD. You can't get it on net, nowhere. And that's just and it's never been released on DVD. Mm. So just I just asked myself, how is that? You know, how can that yeah. you know, setting aside like like De Sica, you can get Bicycle Thieves and Shoe Shine and then short sure, sure. D, and then that's it. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Like then <laughs> the rest of De Sica might as well not even exist. But but set it, okay, that's Italian, fine. But but Howard Hawks is like the great classical Hollywood director and just Mm-hmm. And there's like I'm just picking one. There's a there's oh, yeah. like like half of his filmography is is unobtainable. So it's yeah. it's it, it's just it's a, it's shocking to me. It's shocking.
0: Yeah, it's um. I bet I'd be willing to bet that you could find it on the Pirate Bay, and that's it.
1: I. I that's my... right. That's right. So somebody <laughs> has. I don't even know how they put it up there. Have they recorded it on television? Maybe,
0: or like a kind of an archival thing. Like, there's a, yeah, maybe I have, somebody, no, I, right? I, you know, this I have a, um, I have a, it's like a huge, it's like 50 gigabyte file that is, uh, the, um, original, uh, Star Wars 35 millimeter print because it's like through like a fan. Reconstruction, like through this, like and you, you know, you, they they can't make money from it, so you have to get approved. I had to get approved. I had to get approved that I had a, like a real account, and then it took like d- days to download this thing, and I have it on my and I have it on my computer. But it's like like, th- but it's only because of like that kind of effort that right. I think that you, you right. could get like the 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 big sky was only only from something like that.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's it, it it's shocking. I mean. And and now, like these contemporary films, you'd have to, either you'd get the per, somebody that was associated with making it that mm-hmm. that uploaded it for you, or you'd have to, like, I guess you could Camtasia your screen, but then the quality is going to be terrible. Be probably. terrible. Yeah. yeah. And this shouldn't yeah. be,
0: and I mean, and again, I mean, this is the thing, right? Is that like, uh, uh, this is total ad hoc, uh, like, solution to this thing yeah. that is o- only a problem because the market doesn't see this as new so like right you you know and and it can't even like and and you could so easily come up with something like like uh you know like one of these one of these providers one of these like uh uh, these streaming services could just say march is classic movie month we're doing you know and like so netflix has like every friday we got a classic movie dropping Uh, Like they could just, they could just do that. And I bet, I don't know how many people would would watch it, but like, they would certainly get, they would certainly get an audience. It would be a thing. People would talk about it. It It'd be a thing, you know, it'd be a thing on, uh, on, on Twitter. There'd be like the hashtag classic movie Friday or whatever. Like you could like, you could very easily do that, but it's, it's not, again, it's not the, that is very far outside of the, uh, the thinking for any of these.
1: Right. I mean, Right because I think the point is to sustain scarcity, right? Like yes. Like that seems to me like even though the the promise of streaming is availability of everything all the time. Yeah. But the reality of it is we're going to actually enforce a greater scarcity yes. <laughs> than you had back in the age of broadcast television and that I yeah. think is the ultimate irony of it. Yeah. yeah.
0: It is it isn't in- I, uh, people don't do this enough. Like it it's it's narrow cast. And yeah. it, it yeah. is narrow cast in many different ways. Like it is it is a narrowing down of the available content while trying to make you feel as though that it has everything, but it is a narrowing down of, of what it ha- it's also like especially with something like Netflix, like it's um they uh they won or I don't know if this was like a properly awarded thing, but like they came out best in like, uh, like a diversity award for like, for content over the year. But it's one of those things where everyone knows this, like all their shows with where the lead is a person of color or a woman gets canceled after at best three seasons. And, and it's usually even less than that. And it's just one of those things, like, I don't know. I kind of think it's a little bit more important that Blackish has been running for like 14 years than Netflix has a bunch of shows that they throw money at so that it can be visible that there's like That's a color as a lead. Yeah. And then they just cancel it like like immediately, right. you know? Right. And, and so the. Yeah. So that's it. That's that's kind of like a like that's another thing with the with the the streaming logic is that like you only need like your um, (laughs) I don't know, like your ethics only need to be visible like in a moment. And then there's no like there's no connection to like from from one one piece of content to another. Like it is very, very insistent on the the logic of the particular and it wants you to think about the logic pr- of the particular as being endless and i think I, where we've come to on this is really interesting i hadn't thought about this before but there can't be a media past if all you're doing is trying to sell like this that's future right. of the particular that's right. so, that, that's right. so that's right so that's that would be like right. theoretically why you can't include classic movies in this whole that's thing. right
1: that's right that's really good that's really good that's a that's a really good end point and i i i mean the lesson has to be and it's a lesson that no one can follow sky. I think it sky. has to be watch the big sky <laughs>
0: <laughs> awesome try to find it try to get the VHS yeah. from the library and then, and and then my, my s-
1: send it to both of us because we want to see it too <laughs> uh, thanks so much uh, yeah over and out Ryan
0: over and out Todd